this is Horace Wim Jr. at the Pleading to the Paw.com podcast. Hope you had a wonderful Father's Day weekend. Father's Day all of a sudden has become different for me. Um, for the first time in many, 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 many years, for most of my life, in fact, my father is no longer with us. In fact, he has been required in heaven to be with Jesus so for that I am grateful but I wanted to come on and talk with you a little bit about a daddy who still loves you and me dearly and he has become my hope he encourages me on weekends like this and his birthday and so forth in fact um, my father passed away um, just a few days after my last book was uh, published and I almost um, pulled it back and added a chapter but I was just too um, it was too raw to write about my father at that point, at that moment, so we went ahead and sent the book to publication. But anyway, on a good note, I'm going to share with you. I've been kind of debating if it's going to be five or seven. We'll see how it goes. But I want to share with you five and seven verses that encourage me about my father who is in heaven, my heavenly father. So now I have two dads watching down over me. So that's pretty cool. But for me, it all begins with, um, well, first, let me, I want to read something that I published last, last year, this time, about my father. And uh, this is why I haven't published anything about him this year. It just... Um just just hard to do I'm not there yet but um, last year I wrote as I mentioned this Father's Day weekend has been challenging I boohooed like a baby the moment I began looking through images of my dad I'm so thankful that I have so many pictures to remember remember him by with that in mind I am thankful to have hope knowing that we will be reunited in heaven someday it's my prayer that I learn to cope better with the passing of my dad with each year Now, this is something that, uh, one thing that does encourage me. Uh, I promised my father on his deathbed that I would continue to share the good news of the gospel and tell people about Jesus. He could not speak, but he began to flail away and tried to respond. My heart was full of bittersweet joy, knowing that my dad was moving on, moving on to see his heavenly father. My sister was so excited because he was reacting what I was saying she kept telling me to keep talking but I was just choked up I didn't know what to say um, seeing him like that and so I just told him that I that Jesus Jesus was ready for him he could go to heaven I would carry on the torch for him so in keeping with my promise I'm going to talk about some other things that um, our father in heaven does each day to remind me that he continues to care for me. 
let me say this the first verse it all comes down to this and to me without this verse you're really behind the eight ball it's John 3.16 you may see it in football stadiums or, or basketball stadiums or under somebody's eye black on a football player but here's what John 3.16 said for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life I've never had a son but I can't imagine giving, giving my only child up to be crucified on a cross but that tells you the death the depth of God's love for us that he would give his son as a sacrifice for our sin and I'm always reminded about that and when I read about that time of Jesus' life I get choked up I get emotional I feel gratitude because I know he did that for me he did that for you but the key is you have to accept that free gift that sacrifice that he made and believe in him and when I say believe I'm not talking about believe like I believe we put somebody on the moon I'm not talking about that kind of belief I'm talking about an acknowledgement uh, an acceptance a surrender of heart realizing that nothing you can do will get you to heaven not going to church all the time not being quote unquote a good person not helping the poor those are all great things but it's about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ accepting him as your Lord and Savior that's where it all begins if you haven't done that then I feel for you because you'll be going straight to hell when you die and that's not my opinion that's what the Bible says and I believe the Bible because I believe God another verse that encourages me a great deal about my father in heaven or my daddy is to stay in tune with the um, title of this podcast is one that me and my mom were just talking about she likes to tease me because it was a verse that I read all the time when I was younger just to say that come downstairs and say that I had had my devotions because it was the shortest verses that I could have read and at the time I really you know I was reading them but little did I know the impact they would have on my life as I got older and many of you know if you've been following me it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 it's one of Dr. Stanley's favorite passages as well but this is one of my quote unquote life verses it states trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways it said this this version says submit to him but I prefer the version that says in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your, make your path straight now if we go with the version that I grew up on the old school King James let's see if I see I can find it real quick that's the version that I grew up reading and memorized here we go Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. The way this scripture verse really, really helps me is it begins with trust, begins with faith. That's the core of being a Christian. 
But then in verse 6, it says, In all your ways acknowledge him. Not in some ways. So I'm always reminding myself when I'm trying to make a decision or I'm doing something, am I putting him first? Am I listening to the still, small, soft voice of God? Or I'm just doing what I want to do. And so if my if I get off track, if I get off pack, then it usually comes back to I did not acknowledge him. And so this these two scripture verses here have been really powerful for me for several years now going forward. So that's another one of my life verses. And then another one that I like to lean on deals with God's grace. And it is Ephesians, I believe it's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. There we go, back to the faith again. Yet not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. It is a gift of God. And um, I just keep thankful. I stay thankful of the gift that God has given me, that he's instilled the faith in me to accept him as my Lord and Savior. I thank him for sending his son. For by grace, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Okay, that was NIV version. Let's see. Uh, let's go back to the old school King James. I'm just. It sounds funny when I read these newer versions because I grew up, you know, reading King James before I knew what a New American Standard was and things of the nation of that notion. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, like I was saying earlier, not about what you do, lest any man should boast. So, it goes back to, have you accepted that gift? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior of your life? I cannot stress how important it is that you do that. Look around, people. What's going on in this world with pandemics and wars, social unrest, all the hatred that's going on in this world. We are getting closer and closer to Jesus coming. What are you waiting on? Accept him as your Lord and Savior today no sense waiting you don't have to get yourself together he will take you as you are just come to him I'm begging I'm pleading with you to do that okay that was what was that verse number 3 at 316 Ephesians and we did um, Proverbs 3, 5, 6 okay so let's see if this this is another one of my favorite verses that reminds me about because I struggle with waiting and I struggle with patience and a lot of times we pray we wait and we wait and we hope that God hears I have a scripture verse for that but this passage is from Isaiah 40 and I'm going to read verses 28 through 31 do you not know have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. 
But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Okay, this is the NIV. Let me go back. This keeps jumping off. I want to read this one part of that verse in the King James because that's why I talked about patience. Because I believe it says, They that wait upon the Lord. In verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That verse always pops in my head when I'm grow impatient or grow tired or frustrated because I'm waiting I feel I'm praying and I'm wondering I'm hoping and I'm praying that God hears me but it's such encouragement to know that um, God is not God God does not grow weary and he gives power to the faint and to those who have no might he increases strength so especially since the stroke I definitely draw great encouragement from that verse and these passages. And see, what else do I have up here? Um, I could give you, man, oh my goodness, I have so many life verses, but I'm pretty trying to focus. I'm going to give you this one. This is, I'm two more. And this is a favorite one because it reminds me of God's faithfulness. Even when I feel faithless. Or worrying or anxious. But Lamentations 3, verse 22 reads, The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease. For his compa- companions, compassion, sorry, his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I have hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. Did you hear that? The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. It is good that he waits silently for the salvation of the Lord. That's Lamentations 3, 22 through 26. Now, if I remember 27, 28, let me just look here. Um... Yeah, it's really, um, I just love this, this first part, 22, the Lord's coming, loving kindness indeed never cease, his compassions never fail, they are new every morning, so every single day, I know that I have grace, God's grace, a grace that we really can't even comprehend, and I thank him for that, I don't try to take advantage of his grace, but I want to live in, a, live in a way that glorifies Him. Okay, I think... Now this verse, this passage of Scripture, is one that's all over my website. And it's one that um, I really have committed myself to since I've recommitted my life to Christ in September of 2012. So I'll be coming up on the 10-year anniversary this year. Yay! Praise the Lord. And it starts off with um, a prayer of the Apostle Paul for some fellow Christians in the city of Colossae. And uh, I really, this verse, when I was reading this passage, it really spoke to me. 
And um, I picked out verse 10 of his prayer. And then, of course, I memorized 11 and 12 <laughs> because it's really so good. But um, but I want to re- read you the beginning of his prayer. And then I'll mention when he gets to verse 10. For this reason, we also, since the day we've heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And here's verse 10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Here's verse 11 and 12. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy. That's that's why I memorized that verse because I needed to have that in my head. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. I just love that verse. That's kind of been my, I guess, mission statement or my mission verse the past 10 years as far as guarding my walk and how I walk every day to live a life that's fully pleasing to the Lord, to my daddy, to my God, to my Savior. And when you do that, you can have peace because you know that he's happy. You know that he's pleased. And when he's pleased, then you're pleased. You're happy with yourself. Not proud happy, but you have peace with God. I can't state enough how much God loves you. Your father in heaven loves you. Your daddy loves you. I pray that you will embrace that love. Regardless of what your situation is with your father, if he's still with you or you don't have a good relationship or whatever the case may be, even if you have a good relationship with your father, praise God. Don't take it for granted. And if you're a father, I have a lot of men that listen to this podcast. If you're a father, if you're a dad, if you're a husband, be sure and show that love to those that care about you. And not don't do it on a holiday. Do it on a day when they don't expect it. You will not believe the impact that will make in their life. Be an encouragement. Be like Barnabas, who was known as the great the encourager. So be an encouragement to those that you love by doing something for them when it's unexpected. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast today. I hope that you did have a good Father's Day weekend. Continue to keep your eyes on Christ. If you'd like to get more content, you can go to the website, pleasingtothepod.com. There's lots of articles, encouraging articles on the blog. You get access to all the podcast episodes. Then also access to both of my books, Unleash the Power of Prayer in Your Life, A Power That Transforms Lives, and my latest book, The Furnace of Affliction, How God Uses Our Pain and Suffering for His Purpose. And you may get some clues to when my next book is coming out. So, hint, hint. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Keep our eyes on Christ. Have a great weekend. Take care of yourself. And God bless.